Welcome, guys, to another episode of Podcasters. This initially was not meant to be a episode, to be a podcast, to be put out at all. But guess what? Look at it. We're here again. Uh, this time, hopefully, you're seeing it in a nice, cleaned-up uh, layout. We have some players behind us. It's more than just two from before. And this is going to be, hopefully, a reoccurring campaign. I know I don't know if it's going to be set on Sunday or if it's going to be moved to Saturdays. We'll see where it goes from there. But, guys, this is a fun one in for it. Uh, before we get into stuff, I just want to let everyone know, uh, support your local game stores when you can. If you're able to, hit them up. Maybe they're doing curbside stop-up. You know, do it if you can. If not, we get it. Let's get into some D&D because we have a two-hour uh, time limit on this. I'm going to try and wrap this up by 8 o'clock for our time. Uh, I'm going to give us like a 15, 20 minute leeway, but I want to try and keep my own D&D practice of staying on time. So we'll see where it goes. Uh, We got some three, we got three players here. We're all starting at level one and we are currently starting the Frozen Sick Adventure. So if you haven't played it or if you have played it and you want to kind of follow along, you can there. Players, uh, Rick, Danny, and Ricky, do not look ahead. Spoilers, you know, but we're going to start this off. So let's set up the story. Where is it? Snow gently falls from the sky and wind bites your cheeks as you stand in the graveyard of Pale Bank Village, a fishing outpost of Uthadurn that is home to several hundred dwarves and elves. The sun is low in the sky, sinking beyond the, gr- the fresh grave of Ergon, Wench, an old dwarf who caught curse or disease that turned him into an ice statue. The folk of the village have gathered to pay their final respects to Ergon's frozen remains. You can lay here. Um, I'll let you guys right now kind of introduce um, any words you guys would want to say to this grave. As you see uh, the family kind of walking by and laying some flowers, laying uh, beloved tokens, kind of crying. You can just kind of hear some, some sobbing. Anthony. Yeah. Can I emerge from the woods as if I wasn't at the funeral the entire time? But can I just emerge and just, like, walk out, <laughs> like, as the family's walking by, as opposed to have been standing there? 100% yes. All right. Okay. So, uh, Rick, as you're the first one in, introduce your character as what people are going to see. So, I'll say as, uh, for those of you that are at this funeral currently and kind of paying the last year your respects, uh, if you wish to say that you did, you could look up and you see a humanoid figure walking across this tundra, this plain barren kind of uh, land with a wooded forest in the background you can see. So I'm a bald half-orc. I'm really tall and like really thick with two C's. I have like one of those like bull rings <laughs> in my nose. Um, I'm wearing leather armor, but it looks like it was, like, literally, like, skinned, like, literal leather. Like, I skinned a cow and, like, sewed a bunch of shit together. Um, Ditto with my boots. Ditto with, like, my gauntlets and everything else. Um, I'm holding, I think, a great club. And, well, actually, it's, like, probably, like, on my back. And I'm walking out, and I look really confused. And, like, I mean, I don't know if... You guys have seen what someone looks like on drugs, but like he, he looks like he's on mushrooms or something like that. And he's walking out of the woods really confused. Just like, and his hands wrote like this. And I would like to approach the family. Okay. Okay. And he goes, he goes, boom, boom, 
does not know why Boom Boom here. But Mama say to come. So Boom Boom is here. Uh -huh. And he does not love you. But he is here. Boom Boom is here. And that's what I do. <laughs> Um, nice. So you end up uh, the, the a dwarven family member just looks up at you and goes, and "You hear this rough kind of voice you go, We're all heading over to the inn. Um, we're all if you if you want to join us." And it is uh, they're all heading over to the um, crap. What's the name of it? They're all heading over to the inn. It is the one second. The uh, Jolly Dwarf, they're all headed to. They're all headed to the Jolly Dwarf uh, to go have drinks after if you want to join. They're, they're asking Boom Boom? Yeah, they're, kind of, they're kind of saying like, oh, like, thank, thank you, for, uh, thank, thank you for, for being here, but we're all <laughs> headed over to the Jolly Dwarf. They're, they're really off put by you. They're, they're, they're sitting here kind of mourning and they just kind of want to go and just kind of mourn. Oh, okay. I'm like, huh. <laughs> the Jolly Dwarf's the name of the inn. Perfect. All right. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, boom Boom goes and goes, he goes, Boom Boom will come. Okay. So and you, then Boom you, Boom you, will be there and Boom Boom will drink. But Boom Boom has no coin. No no, no coins are necessary for, for the first one today. No, no coins are necessary right now. Boom Boom will come. And I go, obviously, you know. Okay, so you had, so you start making your way to the Jolly Dwarf with the uh, rest of the family that's kind of walking that way. Uh, Danny, Rick, do either of you guys wish to say anything, or do you follow everyone to the Jolly Dwarf? No. Um, okay. Oh, no, you can go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> My character is going to be kind of standing off, uh, like away from the crowd, but like you know, close enough to kind of be somewhat associated. Uh, you see a rather tall, like six foot, uh, kind of lanky human, um, brown hair, um, nice little luscious beard growing in. Uh, he's wearing a yellow coat, like a, one of those, think of like the old British red coats, but like bright uh, mustard yellow color. And the, uh, his shirt's going to be like a darker, uh, like a darker yellow underneath that. Um, he, he carries um, a quarterstaff that he uses as a cane, like a walking cane. Um, but yeah, he's kind of looks at the whole exchange with Boom Boom and he's like, well, that's a rather precocious, peculiar fellow there, he says to himself and just kind of follows the crowd from a distance. Okay. okay. All right. Um, Rick? I guess I would say I'm kind of near the middle of the party. Um, you'll see, um, Lighter purple looking man, um, about five eight, five nine. Just a cloak over him, black, simple. And at first, he isn't sure if this man is channeled by something that came up out of the woods. He isn't sure if he's calling like a spirit boom boom or if that's his name. <laughs> but after a while, he kind of realizes that's just how this guy talks. So he's like, all right, this, 
he's no real threat, I suppose, but let's see what happens from inviting him to join us. Hey, Anthony? Yes? As, as we're walking to the, um, the tavern, can I introduce a new aspect of Boom Boom's character that I just thought of? I think he wants to state the obvious as much as possible. <laughs> so, as he's walking, he is like, hmm. Boom Boom sees you are all very small. Very, very small. And then he sees uh, Ricky's character and he goes, that man is purple. Boom Boom sees the purple man. And then he just continues walking forward. Uh, I'll say you, you, hear, you hear a uh, very subtle, very nice voice. Boom Boom. That man is purple, and don't you dare point that out. You keep that to yourself. You don't point that out. Boom Boom is sorry, Mama. Boom Good. Boom is sorry. And I say it out loud. <laughs> Mama Obviously. loves you, Boom Boom. Mama loves you. I'm so glad he turned around and walked away from me. <laughs> All right. Um. So, uh. uh Ricky or Ricky and Danny, are you guys following with the party to the rest? Yeah, yeah. to to the All right. Yeah, All right, cool. Uh, so you guys enter a you enter the Jolly Dwarf, and uh, it's a downstairs of the inn. Features a large tape room, tap room. Uh, Gray haired dwarf behind the bar greets you, and uh, sunken eyes. He, he's not looking like he's had the best of days. A friend has uh, they just had to bury someone. It's not uh, not the best, and. Uh, yeah, so you end up entering a bar. I don't know where you guys end up trying to place yourself at the bar or not. Your call. Um, Howard is going to, by the way, my name is Howard, the character's name, uh, going to find a corner table. Well, first he's going to walk up to the bar, go up to the bartender. Um, what is your finest ale that you have? You see a, uh, it's a mountain dwarf. It's a male, <clears throat> just kind of, kind of uh, shorter bar, kind of steps up a little bit. Finest ale. Huh. Uh, it's kind of all the same. Uh, if you're looking for something fancy, we can grab a wine, but... Oh, no, I don't do wine. That's fancy ale. So he, he's going to uh, flip him one gold piece and uh, just give me your finest uh, whatever ale that you have. Surprise me. You see him uh, make a perception roll. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Uh, nine. Nine? You see you pull out uh, two bottles. One of them looks uh, covered in dust, like very dark, very dark, kind of almost like a, a Coke bottle that you've like, pulled out from like the 60s. And you're like, oh, mm-hmm. that probably shouldn't be drank. Uh, and he puts that one away and kind of grabs one that looks very similar, but with less dust on it, just kind of brushes it off and is like, here you go. Should do the job. I thank you. And he's going to go to the corner table in the back and just kind of sit back up against the wall, keeping an eye on the door. Okay. Boom, boom, where are you at in the bar? I'm with all the dwarves who I walked in with. I'm standing there with my arms crossed, and I'm waiting for either someone to hand me alcohol or for someone to tell me what to do next. 
Okay. It just I just I look like an awkward adult at like a child sleepover. <laughs> like like a birthday party. You know, like the kids are all having fun, but you're just like, I do not know my place. <laughs> so you, you hear a bunch of family a bunch of uh dwarves are just oh, I remember the one time he wrestled down a wolf with his bare hands and the extra one's like Ah, uh, he really didn't do that. And then there's another one. No, no, no. He was an adventurer. He he was a hunter and a trapper. I saw him take on a lion, just or a saber tooth lion, just with just a bare dagger. And they're all just talking him up. They're all having a good time. They're all just sharing drinks. And you know, there's there's one or two. There's a you see another dwarf step up, and you you don't really know if it's a if it's a male or female. Doesn't matter really, I guess if it is or not. But then you hear the voice is really nice. Uh, he was the best one. Huh. The nicest ever. And just everyone's just sad and cheering. Just they're, they're remembering the best times with this guy. And uh, they, they look up. You want a drink? You just, you see them kind of handing you this frothy mug. Boom, boom, takes it and slams it. And he hands it back and he says, boom, boom, appreciate what you do. And the minute you slam it, you're, ah, he would have been proud of this one. <laughs> it's my standard tour voice, guys. It's, yeah. <laughs> I, I, do, I, I do realize that I should say something at this moment. Like, Boom Boom kind of has a moment of clarity and goes, Boom Boom, do not know, man. Ah, you, d- you didn't need to know. You just, had to, you just had to drink like them. And the, the one's like, all right, all right, you've had enough. And they're, Boom Boom do not know you, but Boom Boom will channel man if you give more sud to Boom Boom. And they just they 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 as you're drinking, people are having drinks and people are paying. And uh, at some point, we'll say that they're starting to eye how many you're have how many you're having, and they're getting a little bit more stingier. I don't know how many you keep drinking or not. Oh, every time one is handed, he goes, he goes. For dead man crushes it, and then for dead man. <laughs> All right, uh, Ricky, where where are you at in the bar? I'm just kind of watching this from maybe like four seats over. <laughs> I've heard like he said he's going to try and channel this guy, and I don't know if I could, like if he's actually going to or not. So I want to see what happens. <laughs> Um, um. But if if he just kind of keeps crushing them, I'll I I'm just gonna watch for a minute. Uh, we'll say you you he uh he he's you you're handed drinks for about ten minutes, and then they're like, no, nah, you gotta try you gotta try and pay for some yourself now. And uh, they're they're trying not to give you as money. And uh, as they're starting to get rowdier and rowdier, uh, the bartender's even trying to start shuffling. Like, all right, all right, all right. Like, we're going to keep this civil today. No fighting, no, no belligerence. Just keep it, keep it civil, civil. I would like to speak up when I hear that. He goes, it's a little louder too. He goes, you to the bartender. You see the, the half dwarf or the, the dwarf just kind of look at him. Boom, boom will not allow fighting. Mama does not like fighting. And we'll say... bars. <laughs> he has all these unwritten rules. <laughs> You'll see more later. Um, 
uh, at around that point, uh, I don't know. How, how, Danny, are you doing anything? I'm watching this thing and being entertained the entire time, sipping on my dusty, non-dusty ale. I, th- um, I think I'm going to approach Boom Boom at this point. Go for it. I I have many... Well, no, I have... Are you Boom Boom? I, I need to know that first, I suppose. All right, so I turn and I go, You are purple. I am Boom Boom. <laughs> We are now linked. I okay. Um, so, can you actually channel that dead man, or is that just a, a phrase? Boom, boom! Drink like dead man. Ah! Boom, ask Mama to make dead man make himself here. Boom, boom. Can ask Mama. Oh, okay. Uh, we'll say boom, boom. You hear a voice. <laughs> channel, channel the man's spirit. Have, have a little bit more. But then the figure in the yellow cloak. See what he needs. He's being quiet. Purple man. We must talk to yellow coat man. <laughs> Mama demands it. You will come with Boom Boom. Anthony, real quick, how bad does this ale taste that I'm sipping on? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you got a couple sips in and you knew it's it's the equivalent to Miller Lite. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so... I will Spot- go ahead and not sponsored by Miller Lite. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I will get up and uh, with a half little smirk, walk over towards uh, Purple Man and Boom Boom. Uh, so I see. Obviously, you guys aren't uh, with the family here, as well as I am. Uh, I offer you this, and I hand Boom Boom the ale. Boom Boom uh, slams it and says, for dead man. Yes, yes. He's very man. good at that. Yes, clearly, I can see that. So, uh, you two rather seem very interesting. Uh, what brings you guys around here? Boom Boom sent by Mama. Boom Boom meet Purple Man. We were supposed to come to Yellow Coat Man, but you come to us. Boom Boom is perplexed by this. <laughs> yes, well, I clearly heard you guys talking about Yellow Coat Man, which is me. Uh, Howard, by the way, and I put out my hand for a handshake. Boom Boom shakes his hand. <laughs> nice to meet you, Boom Boom. Boom Boom has met you now, Howard. Good. Um, and I thought uh, you two seemed interesting. I thought I'd rather get up and just uh, introduce myself. Mama say there is reason For you, Howard, and you, Purple Man, to be with Boom Boom. And Mama tells Boom Boom what to do. Uh, (laughs) I'm just (laughs) waiting for this all week. (laughs) Uh, 
My name is Remus, by the way. I'll I'll shake both hands as I say this. Nice to meet you. Uh, I well, haven't. Boom, boom. I, I know, but I, I yes. Um, is your mother here or? Mama is everywhere. Mama is everything. Ah. Okay, yes, that does rather make more sense. As he's like looking around for a shorter version of Boom Boom. <laughs> Make a perception check. <laughs> uh, ten. Boom Boom, Mama around anywhere? I, I, that's your call, homie. Do I see Mama? I don't think I see Mama. So. You do not see Mama. You don't see anything that looks like I don't think anything. I break eye contact. Like Boom Boom yeah. is always just staring at whoever he's speaking to like this. How and then, like, he okay. he doesn't blink. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's he's very weird. There is no, there is nice. uh, Howard with that. There is no other figure that looks remotely like this tall half orc. Uh, okay. And give that you just give your drink to. Okay. Well, yes. Like I said, that doesn't make rather more sense. But uh, well. Hello. Boom Boom will get you drink, Howard. I like to turn to the bartender. And at, I will say that at okay, you go to turn to the bartender. He looks at you. Would uh, you're gonna ask? Boom Boom does not have money. I'll say but, at that you actually right there. I'm gonna cut mm-hmm. you on that. You feel a clap on your shoulder, and and this uh, you see if you hear a voice goes, "That's okay. Thank you." Um. Thank you, Arl. Uh, I'll I'll cover this one, and you uh, look up, and you see a, um, you see a uh, male wood elf, and uh, Ricky, you would um, sorry, not Ricky, uh, Remus, you would know this. This is Elro. He is a blast glade. Um. And it helps protect the uh, village and heads out during hunting parties. I'll, co- I'll cover this one. And he's, he starts, yeah, I'll, I'll get one for all of you. Um, please, not any of the old stuff. And you see now that the bartender kind of grabs a, uh, a tab and he starts pouring fresh drinks for all of you. A lot different than the, than the, bottled, the bottled draft you had gotten before, Howard. Doesn't taste yeah. as, as poor and as flat. Uh, please, please come all, with all of you. Do you mind? I'd like to speak. Speak to you all. Oh, yeah. yeah sure. These Better. are... Uh, let's go. Yeah. It's... Uh, Remus, I, I don't know how well, how close you were with... Um, I don't know how close you were with... Uh, uh, Names Ergon, but sorry, names one of my biggest things. I don't know how close you were with Ergon, but uh, I'm hoping that you guys could help us with an issue with the with the trouble. Uh, what's the uh, issue here? I'm sure these guys would love to help. Well, well let's have some drinks first, uh, please. Oh. Are are you guys new to Wildmount? Are you are you from here? That guy walked out of the woods. Boom, boom here. Boom Boom is from everywhere. He's a man of the people. <laughs> I can, you see him break, he's like, huh, I can see, I can see. Your ears are pointed. 
as are your features. Boom Boom has never <laughs> seen your kind, but Boom Boom respect your kind if you respect Boom Boom and Mama. I have nothing against Mama or against you, especially if you can help me with an issue. You have friend in Boom Boom. And Boom Boom sticks his hand out to shake, and it's very aggressive. <laughs> he, you, you're met with like a firm, also like a businessman handshake. Like he knows how to shake a good hand. Mm. Like, boom, good handshake. Ah, strong. Boom oh Boom God. is impressed. Your handshake, not like kitten, not easy to break. Well, I, I thank you. Thank you. Oh, man. <laughs> And yes, much like my brand new uh, compatriots over here, I too am a uh, wanderer of sorts and a man of the people. Um, but I have been all over Wildmount, so. Ah, so adventurer uh, in search of anything great, I, I hope. Search of great. Um, an adventurer, but I wouldn't say in search of anything, just roaming around to see what he can find. Nice, nice. I. You, he, looking at you, Boom Boom, he's like, I'm sure you know how to uh, handle yourself in situations. Boom Boom will destroy things when Mama need things destroyed. Boom Boom will rip spines through, as you say. Okay, okay. You can definitely handle. Howard, do you know how to uh, protect yourself? Um, you may say that, and he's going to cast up, like, a uh, minor illusion of, like, sparkles and whatever else to kind of give the magical effect that, hey, I know what I'm doing. Okay, I mean, as long as you know how to deal damage with that, you never know what's out there. Anthony, can I kind of freak out a little bit? Because I feel like I've never seen actual magic. You go I actual magic. There you go. Boom Boom does not know what this is. But Boom Boom, think Mama bring you to Boom Boom for reason. To teach how to make shiny. And how to crush with shiny. I could do much more than shiny. He's going to change the minor illusion to a uh, big glass of ale. He's going to kind of hold it out. Boom, boom, will drink. And he goes to drink it. Or he goes to grab it. It's just an illusion. It's minor illusion, so your hand goes right through the uh, ale. (laughs) The illusion. And it's going to make it disappear. Boom, boom is confused. For boom, boom would drink to dead man, but now he cannot. So I will sit here like this until Mama tells me how Boom Boom think. I cross my arms. <laughs> uh, um, well, Re- Remus, after this uh, exchange of just magical feats, uh, clearly you, you will, you should be able to be able to hopefully help us. Um, we have an issue, as you can see. Ergon didn't die naturally. He ended up freezing into a nice statue. And we don't know why. We, we knew he was... He had explored Isle Cross for almost a year. And he came back for a, for a few days 
And after that, he started feeling sick, causing him to move slowly. And then this blue, blue veins appeared over his body. We thought it was maybe just something that he had caught himself, and it, it was just for, it was just a self isolated incident. Until recently, uh, Telgi uh, was experiencing some of the same symptoms. And I'm afraid that if this gets out and it gets spread, this could take on more of Uthodurn or kill the rest of the village if we don't know how to stop it. I'd be interested if you guys could search out, maybe look at, go and look at Ergon's cabin and find possibly any sort of notes or anything that maybe he brought back from his exploration of Isle Cross and see if there's any way to stop this. Sounds good to me. What do you, will you gentlemen join me? If Why you not? Guys will, I, I, I have some gold. I mean, I, I, it's, not, it's not a whole lot, but it's enough to be able to hopefully make a dent and kick off, kick off a campaign of sorts. Nice. Um, yes, why not? It's not like I have anything else better to do, so uh, this is chalking this up as a new adventure. I have um, I have a hundred gold piece. I can give you guys at the each. end hundred gold piece each. You gotta make a persuasion roll for that. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Uh, 23. Hey-o. 300 gold piece. Uh, oh, man. Jesus, I don't even know if that's village hand. It's... Mm, D20. You know what? For, for the safety of the village, sure. 300 gold piece. 100 each for you guys. Well, then consider your problem solved. Awesome, Remus. You know where uh, you know where Ergon lived. Uh, I'd suggest heading over to his cabin first and searching for some clues and seeing where to go. I know he had stopped and sold some of his goods, possibly. I don't know if it was something that he had or if it was something that he caught. But head on over to his cabin. I would say. We'll leave right now. Cool. All right. Um, all right, so you guys head on over to uh, Ergon's cabin. Anything you guys want to discuss or, any, or anything along the way? Or just jumping over to it? Boom Boom isn't saying a word. <laughs> he's waiting for further instructions from Molly. Oh, Boom Boom's still sitting? No, 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 no. He's, I mean, he's following them. Oh, okay. But he's still just like... Um, if, if Boom Boom hasn't responded yet, we'll say Mama has spoken to him to let him know to do as he must... And to help the party. Okay. Okay. That's kind of like a standing order. If, if it's just a, you don't know okay. what to do, that's just kind of, yeah. just, that's just normal. Okay. Okay. Yep. All right. So okay. in that case, we're walking over mm-hmm. and um, we, we will remove walls. We will remove foundation and we find what happened to dead man because mama order. And we will rip lungs from those who do and then hit them 
with own lungs. But they can't breathe or gasp because they do not have lungs. This is what Mama command. Well, uh, I kind of like what Mama commands, but on the other hand, can't we just ask them first before we rip out their lungs? Boom Boom does not need their voice to take lung. Oh, man. You can take <laughs> lung with hands. Hands that are big. I, I feel we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it, I guess. You know, actually... We I, can destroy bridge if we need to. If oh, Mama I know you would, Boom Boom. Yes, yes. Well, uh... <laughs> I'm down for anything, so let's uh, let's see how this plays out. Actually, I'm down. Let's go. Um, so Ugahan, uh, as you ended up, as you uh, approach the edge of the uh, the edge of the village, you see a one room long cabin, the edge of the town. And uh, Remus, you may recognize there is a, um, a wood elf scout of the blast of the glass blades. Uh, on on uh, guard at the door to make sure no one just barges in and just ransacks the shop. Uh, I don't know how much you know. You would probably recognize her as Mila. Okay. So you see that. Um, so yeah, you guys come on up to the cabin. You see her go, Holt, who's... Oh, Remus, hi. Um, how was the service? Uh, it was what it should have been. It uh, it honored him very well. Uh, this is I point to Boom 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 Boom, and this is Howard. They are uh, helping me look into this for uh, Elro. Ah, uh, yeah. He said he was going to see if anyone would look into this, and I don't know what I do if I ca- if I got what he had. That does not look fun. It did not look fun at all. Uh, what exactly is it that he caught? Oh, I'm sorry, by the way. My name is Howard. Pleasure to meet you. He's going to reach out his hand as like a nice little gentleman. Reaches out, shakes your hand. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's firm, but 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 relaxed. She's not tensed up. It's just, you know, it's a, it, it's a sad day. No one likes it when someone dies, especially when you're up this far north, you know. Um, but... I, we don't know. He came back and he started getting getting slow. He started being slow and not being able to move and complained about it. And then eventually, we just we found him and he was frozen in ice. Hmm. That does he, sound rather interesting. He did have these blue veins growing up his face, um, but that was it. And Remus, you you would have seen this. Like you you have yeah. seen. You saw uh, Ergon coming back, and he looked tired, but I don't know. He was just coming back from a journey. He's probably exhausted is possibly how you uh, perceived it. Um, you, you, pro- you possibly, I don't know, maybe did see the, these veins on his face as they're, as they're describing. Um, maybe you didn't, but you kind of have an idea of what she's talking about. Uh, but no one knows what this – but no one knows what happened. We just – he caught something or he was cursed. He was playing with some artifacts from what we know. He was up searching the crash sites up in Isle Cross on, these, on the islands. 
scavenging for some artifacts to try and sell in Shady Creek Run. Hmm. We knew that well, that's where he was heading next. Interesting. Well, we should probably head up and check out to see what he has lying around up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, she she opens the door for you, and uh, as you walk in, it's a uh, it's a very cramped, dark cabin. It might have been cozy when it was uh, when the owner was alive. Uh, now, an unmade bed stands near a cold fireplace. Its mantle hung with the head of some snarling white beast with gray horns. On the other side of the room, a small table strewn in dirty dishes and a set with a dwarf-sized chair stands before two empty shelves whose contents are scattered across the floor. Um, in, the, in the kitchen, utensils are thrown about, uh, dried foodstuffs are shattered or kind of like rummaged through and adventuring gear and some books are like fled open and like a pack's been kind of rummaged through. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Boom Boom would like to introduce himself to the guard because he hasn't completely done that yet. So okay. he extends his hand. He goes, Boom Boom has met you. Howard, wear yellow coat. Remus is purple. If we find these artifacts that cause cold, Boom Boom will kill with fire and eat for Mama. And then he releases his hand and walks in and looks at like the beast head and goes, Boom Boom has eaten that. Some of it lies on Boom Boom armor. Boom Boom sees this place is very small. Small man lived here. That's it. Yeah, I'm just stating the obvious. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm letting, I'm, I'm letting it happen. It's all good. I just need to look brighter now. It's always great. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is gonna be this is gonna be a great. This is honestly gonna be a great campaign. I can't wait for it. I've been waiting for this. It's fun. Uh, yep. It's great. Great player. Uh, all right, Howard. <laughs> Howard would like to walk over to where the uh, the bookshelf was, like the uh, the scattered books, mm-hmm. and uh, kind of talk towards Boom Boom and be like, yes, Boom Boom. He was a small man, obviously. And he's going to kind of rummage through the uh, the books or the papers and see what he can find. Um, are you uh, looking for anything specific? As far as uh, any, any notes or anything that would have been written by our homeboy here, Ergon? Uh, give me an investigation check. All right. And anyone else that wants to do an investigation check in the room itself, just let me know what you roll. Yeah, I was going to go through his, like, his pack. Okay. I was kind of rummaged through. <laughs> I got a 17. Oh, nice. I rolled 11. For fun, boom, boom, roll an intelligence check as well. Oh. <laughs> I got an 18. Nice. Okay. Uh, Danny, what'd you get? 11. 11? Okay. Um, look through the, you're looking through the library, or not the library, the bookshelf, oh. and kind of the... 19, baby. That's an 18, nice. though, because I have a minus one. <laughs> okay. All right. Nice. Fair enough. Um, so first off, Danny, you're looking through like some of the books and the papers. You mm-hmm. notice some uh, notes that are describing kind of the, the journey across how the frigid cold water by boat to Isle Cross is. Uh, you don't want to be caught out in the water. You notice some kind of uh, – you, you can just kind of get some description of what he was – 
experiencing and kind of what observations he made of the geog- uh, geographical kind of like landscape as far yeah. as like dry, icy, even colder up more north. Um, stay, stay clear of the water. You don't want to be in it. And then uh, even mentions some, uh, some, wreckage, some wreckage of a ship. Okay. From Aeor, which is uh, spelled A E O R. I don't have an offhand, but that's what he would uh, have. Um, Ricky, with yours, uh, you actually, you're looking through the pack. You yeah. know that the pack was uh, ripped open. So it wasn't even just kind of opened up, it was kind of like ripped open and torn. And anything of value is gone. There's really nothing other than like a empty health potion vial or I mean like a basic dagger, like no, like nothing special, just straight, just bare bones, just like your, your negative one dagger, like not even a good dagger. It's just like, like crappy stuff. Um, you do notice on the ground, there are footprints though. And boom, boom as well. Uh, I had to have the intelligence check to notice if you saw the footprints. Boom, boom sees footprints. So you guys see that, and it looks like there's uh, this place was already ransacked, and the footprints lead to the intruder. What kind of footprints? Like, what should I comment on? Like, am I like, the oh, like footprints who, are small? Like, <laughs> like, or are they like, um, like what size? I guess they are. They'd be a. Um, let's see, I think they're dwarf. I think they're dwarf footprints. Let me double check. Um, crap, crap. Uh, yeah, they'd be a. It'd be dwarf footprints. The footprints are small. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom. Has seen. Okay. Uh, you you do do I mean you do see uh, small footprints kind of leading into the cabin and out and route, and they kind of like you know. With basic, with basic investigation, you can see that they they kind of had like some mud and dirt kind of tracking in from outside in. It doesn't look like a normal common pace of path either. It doesn't look like it was a uh, a standard. I'm coming home, taking my boots off. These look very sporadic. Like the, there's some uh, mud and dirt kind of kicked off from someone that's running in here and just frantically looking mm. around from where you guys see the mess scattered. And uh, Ricky, you would see if you guys want to. You guys can follow the. Uh, oh wait, hold on, crap. Um, let's go print back to that. Oh, okay. Sorry, my bad. Uh, you I didn't realize there was a whole other part of of stuff here. <laughs> sorry. Uh, you guys do end up finding the footprints. Uh, you do see some adventuring gear. I'm sorry, I did leave off. Uh, you do see some gear off in the corner. It is uh, splint armor for a dwarf, bulky f- uh, fur lined. And uh, you did find looking through some books, and we'll say in your in the pack that you were searching, Ricky, with the high investigation, you found a receipt as well. And What's it for? <laughs> <laughs> receipt is dated for two months previous and indicates that Ergon had sold several Aorian items found in Islecross to a local antique shop Pelk's Curiosities for a thousand gold piece um, the items are listed as a dagger a scroll case 
a jade statuette, a quiver of 20 arrows, and a silver ring set with jasper and two blue glass vials. Can I do an arcana check? On what specifically? The vials. No, no, no. That's what's on the receipt. Derp. Sorry. It's all good. Let's follow the footprints. Unless anyone found anything else crazy. Uh, uh, nothing too crazy, actually. Just a note about uh, going up to Isle Cross. And uh, I guess there was a wreckage of a ship out there. But that's all I got over here. I think he sold some stuff from that wreckage because I found a receipt that said he sold a bunch of stuff for money. <laughs> Sounds like a smart man. All right. Uh, yeah, let's follow uh, whatever these footprints are. All right. Uh, as you guys end up leaving, you uh, see the uh, the wood elf, um, Mila. Do you any any lead of wh- of where it may what may ha- what may be this is? Are her boots muddy? Um. No, not so much. Not 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 like dirty, like not like cakey muddy. It was more like her boots are really like covered in snow. Okay. Um, we have a lead. We're going to head to uh, the north, I believe. Wait, where where did the footprints end up going? Or are we following the footprints still? Um, you guys could either follow the footprints or go to Pelk's Curiosities. So you guys want to follow the footprints? Yeah. All right. The footprints end up actually leaving out to a uh, one-story home. It is uh, on the other side of town, and uh, you kind of just it, the the footprints kind of instead of like going down the main road, kind of go out and around the uh, around like kind of like the the main street, and you kind of see where someone was sneaking through like the backs and trying to go the unconventional way to break around, so they didn't want to leave that bad of a trail. And I'll say, uh, following the tracks, make an investigation check. Whoever wants to search for these tracks and kind of follow them. Should I, should I do one? Because I initially looked for footprints, but I think a couple of us did, actually. So um, I was going to say it was me and Boom Boom. Yeah. Harrison, boom Boom. I'd say actively check it. I mean, whoever's actively following the tracks outside, I guess, now. Whoever's kind of leading it. I'm following either Remus or Boom Boom, whoever's... I guess so. I'll take Church then, I guess. Okay. <laughs> That's right for the best. Yeah. All right, let's see. Nine. Nine? So as Nine. You, I will say these tracks that you see, they're actually not even just steps and tracks. It's just long lines just kind of going where they just kind of look like two paths. Awesome. Uh, there's kind of like two paths kind of going straight forward where, like, legs are. And you do end up seeing them lead up to the back of uh, Tulgi Luton's home. She is another uh, trapper. Her and her sister are known for uh, doing some dealings down in the south near Shady Creek Run, down more closer to Uthadurn, and kind of helping transport commerce back and forth between Pal Bank Bank Village and Shady Creek, kind of like the middlemen in between. But, you know, it's been known that their goods are not always the most lawfully acquired. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just going with the flow. All right. 
uh, I'll say you guys come up to the house. It is a one. What you guys can see from the outside is that it is a one-story room, log cabin, and let's see. We'll describe the house a little bit. Oh, so yeah, you guys see a one-story ca- log cabin. I don't know how you guys want to go in, or if you guys want to go up to the front, go in around it. Your call. I tell Boom Boom to knock on the door and ask them to come outside. Or to let us in so we can talk? Boom, boom. We'll do that. I walk to the door. I knock as loud as I can. I'm like, thud, thud, thud. And I go, you will come out and meet Boom, boom. Or Boom, boom will come in and meet you. You see, uh, or not see, you hear, uh, go, Away! I said, let me die in pieces! I kick the door open. Make a strength check. All right. Actually, no. Make an unarmed attack roll. All right. I rolled a... Hold on. Unarmed attack. Uh, 21. 16 plus 5. It hits. And give me damage. Um, uh, strength plus a d4. Oh, uh... Derp. Hold on, let me find a D4 real quick. Sorry. Jesus Christ. There's a D3. There's a D2. Like, fuck's my D4. Sorry. You guys found out <laughs> who the is, didn't you? There we go. Uh, oh, four plus three. Seven. Nice. You see the door kind of cracking a little bit, but it's wedged in tight. And you kind of like pushed it in now. Huh. Don't come in. Leave me alone. Stand aside, boom boom. Let me go ahead and try. And he's going to shoot an eldritch blast at the door. Perfect. Yeah. Um, eldritch blast is attack, correct? Yeah. Making a roll. Uh, ten. That hits. Sweet. Uh. Seven. It looks like it's broken in, but it's kind of that scene from The Shining where it's like splintered open, but it's still a stable door. At this point, you now hear some some snarling, and you hear, uh, "Don't really, you had to." <sighs> she's, you don't. She's not opening up the door, but now you start hearing some barking noises. So, Anthony. Yes. I use Eldritch Blast on the door. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> I go. Boom! Boom! Will come in, <laughs> and I Eldritch Blast. All right. So eleven plus. Um, hold on. I gotta see what my. Spells um, plus four to attack modifier. So, oh, uh, so sixty, uh, fifteen rather. You see, you guys see this door just splinter, get broken apart, and give me one second. I'm pouring the drink. What you see now is inside. Open the door. Don't go away. 
where is my where is my description of inside i wasn't i didn't think you guys were gonna fight this one like <laughs> door blasts open <laughs> and um the you you are you guys just kind of charging in we walk in casually walk in casually yeah yeah and As if we were wearing walk. suits and carrying briefcases handcuffed to us. <laughs> All right. Um, so to set the scene before we're going to roll, and we're going to possibly roll initiative in a moment, uh, the heat of this cabin hits you guys instantly. The minute you walk, it feels like you just got punched in the face. It just hits. It is roaring. You see a table set with uh, neatly stacked dishes, tools. You see... Um, utensil stands in the middle of the corner you smell this really delicious pot of soup or stew or whatever is cooking inside the fireplace it smells delicious and you actually see a second fire burning in a uh, like an iron uh, brazier in the center of the room which is now making this cabin a uh, fill with a smoky haze so it's a little bit harder to see and uh, across you see really the door And you see, uh, shivering at the end of a bed, next to the brazier is a a dwarf wrapped in blankets. And you see her face is bulging with blue uh, streaking veins on her uh, face and even her hands where where she's holding herself together. And uh, right in front, under the bed, you hear snarling or these two wolves that she just... And you guys just kind of barged in. Um... What do you guys want to do? Are we are we making attacks here? Or are we trying to do this? So- I want to. I, I think I want to try talking to her first. Okay. So what do you want to say? How did this happen to you? I, I don't know what you're talking about. You're you're clearly cold and blue veined. Yeah, I caught whatever he had. Uh, Ergon. <laughs> she's sniffling and she's wrapped. <laughs> Caught whatever he had. Oh, Let me just, I just want to die in peace now. I saw what happened to him. No one wants to be frozen to death. How did you catch thing from Elrond? <laughs> are, are you trying to be persuasive? <laughs> I'm literally just asking. I... I, I don't know. It's a small town. I, he, I don't know. He, we must have crossed paths. Mama you hear does. snarling. You hear the wolves snarling again below the bed. Um, in Orc, I say to the wolves, I say, you stay. Boom Boom likes the furry. Make a make an animal handling check with disadvantage. Oh, Jesus. All right. I mean... The first one's a six. The second one's a two. So... Yeah! They're like like snapping. Ah, You just busted down the door. You guys just walked in. I'm giving a moment before we jump straight into combat, if you guys didn't want to. Um, She just... It's small town. Remus, I, I've seen you in passing. I'm sure we've shared a space together. You know how it is here. Yes, it's very tight. 
I don't know what you guys, what are you guys trying to get from her? Boom Boom is not from here. Did you boom, did boom. you get anything from El? Oh god, I was about to call Ergon. <laughs> um, make a persuasion. Okay. All right. What is that? Twenty-four. Hey. Um, and you actually see her face kind of break at this, and she looks down and goes, "Euro, Jira, down, down." And the wolves kind of just instantly turn over from attacked wolves to. They're puppy dogs. They're they're there, and she they kind of they crawl out of the bed and kind of lean up next to her, uh, and just kind of lean in next to her on her as she's wrapped up. She goes, "I, I, I, I may have acquired some stuff that he had gotten." Yes, we follow the footprints. I I didn't get nothing from his place specifically, but. <sighs> uh, I, I, had, I had been over to the shop, Pelk's Curiosity. I was trying to look to see if there was anything that... I was trying to see if there was anything that... I, I, maybe he had a cure or a vial. I had... <clears throat> and you see her just... <sighs> look. She looks at you with sincerity. I... Trying to make some money. Me and my sister. And... You know, people do what they have to do. And we took some stuff from Pelk's curiosities. We knew that he had sold a vial there. We had some, some fool, some fun stuff. We were hoping that whatever he caught, possibly he had a cure for it. Maybe it'd be at his house. I didn't find anything. I didn't find anything of him, of his. And where is your sister? She's over in uh, Croker Cave. Would I know if that's an actual cave or that's like a town? Yeah, you know that. You know that's it's it's a cave. <laughs> it's a bandit hideout. Okay. Uh, uh, where are the things you took from the shop? They they took the most. I, I sent the most of it. I sent, I sent, I sent most of it off to my sister. I kept some spare change for myself, and you know, a little thing or two. But Can I have a little insight check on that. Yeah, make an insight check. You make the deception. Um, that is a seven. Seven. Mm-hmm. Um, she's staggering a little bit and stuttering. You don't know if it's from the froze from the from her being so frozen, uh, but. She looks like she may be hiding a little bit more to herself. She may have something. Can I make an intimidation check? How so? With what? I'm going to say something to her. Say it. <laughs> oh, then Mama says. Boom Boom <laughs> does not understand. Boom Boom is no thief. Mama does not like thieves. But you tell Boom Boom what you know, or you die from cold, and Boom Boom watch you, and will not sad. Boom Boom, no sad, because Mama say, 
no sad. Make an intimidation roll. Perfect. I got a plus four. <laughs> Hopefully this doesn't suck. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, God damn it. An eight. So I got a 12. <laughs> uh, I'll say that that was enough. And you kind of see her kind of shivering. She goes, I, 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 I kept one thing. Um, the goal was to try and hopefully fund some money and get me to get out to go get a cure for me. Um, but I did keep a little something extra. It just was too good. I couldn't resist. And you, she goes, it's, it's over in the drawer next to the bed. You see, there's like a little table drawer. Um, if you guys go and open it, I don't know if you guys want to. Boom, boom, will not touch. Boom, I'll, boom, will look. I'll, I'll open it. She, she's yes. just too cold to move. She's like, she, like, she points, like, like, she's trying to stay as warm as she can. All right, I'll, I'll open it. Yeah. Uh, you open up, and you actually find a dagger. And um, if you look at the dagger, uh, make an investigation check. Or make a perception check on it if you want to. Uh, all right. I got a one. Look, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a four. That's two. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a dagger there. It's pointy. It is a dagger. You have a dagger. I I pick it up. All right, cool. Can uh, I arcana check it? Yeah, make an arcana check. Uh, nine. Nine? Uh, it's just a dagger. Uh, Venus, you might want to be careful with that dagger there. Um, if anything, if our little uh, frozen friend over there, um, she wasn't too socially distant from all that stuff that she caught, whatever he had, so I don't want the same thing happening to you as well. Yes. Uh, I <laughs> <laughs> I tear off a piece, a piece of my cloak and wrap it around it and then put it in my pack. Okay. Um, I'll say as you go to grab the dagger, you notice it's very, very light. It's like... the It doesn't like weigh like a different type of material, but the weight proportion is just perfectly balanced. And... It weighs as if it's 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 as it's as if it's weightless in your hands. Probably perfect for throwing. All right. All right. I don't know if you want to add that to your uh, inventory. Yeah. It is a uh, plus one dagger. Okay. All so right. You want to use you get a plus one to attack and damage. <clears throat> um, and then you see her go. That's that. Th- that's all I had. It just it it looked so pretty. I just. I never keep anything for myself, and I wanted this. I wish I never would have attempted to even take anything now. Wish I could have just, wish I just would have went south and never been here. Uh, I've actually been south before. It's it's kind of overrated, to be honest. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Boom, boom, says, he goes, you are cold. Boom, boom, see. I that's it. I want to try and say this in the nicest way possible. I want to pers- not persuade her, but 
I want to ask her for her two wolves since she's dying anyways. <laughs> like they seem pretty well trained. <laughs> you're gonna really you you're gonna have to roll really, really high for this. Really high. <laughs> I, I, I want to, like, propose it to her as, like, me keeping them safe and making sure they're going to be okay after she's gone very soon. Okay. We'll, we'll, let's see how the dice roll. Oh, God. Because she's not dead yet. What is it? Persu- oh. Persuasion? 21? Oh! Nice. Oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> is it a natural 20 with plus one? No, it's a 16 plus five. Nice. It's not bad. That's still pretty high. Um, She looks at you kind of perplexed and shocked, and she's like, I, I'm still here. They, they have me, and... I even. Why are you all over here asking me all of this anyway about about Ergon and about anything I took? Well, you looted his home. We we found figured that out. We're trying to help people not die like this, like you are. Well, if you can help me not die, we're not there yet. We're we're at the start of this process. We're on stage one. Assuming we go through all these stages, I'll still live. But in the unfortunate incident, I sure, if they'll listen to you, you could have them. And it's just like, she looks very offended. But I mean, in the event that she dies, you could possibly take the wolves if they listen to you, I guess. All right. Okay. I guess I guess we should go check out that shop now where the other items were from or... Or we can see her sister. I don't know what you guys want to do. Let's let's leave this house now while she dies. As we leave, I say, you are small and you are cold. Boom, boom. Probably not see you again. You shouldn't have been a dick to boom, boom. I walk out. <laughs> you shouldn't have shot down the... Oh... I turn around and I go, Mama does not like you. Jesus. She just looks scared and she is just, the, the, the wolves start barking again and she's like, get out, get out. And just, she wants to be left alone. <laughs> just, I mean, yeah. you, guys, you guys broke into her house, <laughs> destroyed her door, took her stuff. <laughs> just going to leave. I asked her for her wolves. <laughs> <laughs> yelled at her <laughs> like oh, where, do, where do you guys want to go because it's what I mean <laughs> we I gotta guess, go to that shop we gotta go to that shop well do yeah. we go there or do we go to her sister you guys tell me I think we go to the shop what would be closer is the shop closer or is the cave closer shop's in town shop would be an easier quick shop. Go- yeah shop then alright so you guys uh, head on over to Pelk's Curiosities and uh, Remus, you you do know where this goes. Uh, it's, a, it's a simple shop. It's like an antique shop where, you know, you sometimes you could trade a good store, trade a pawn off a guitar, get a new Tome of Magic, or at least what you think is magic. Probably not real. Um, you know, you get some swords. You can kind of trade in for some money. It's your basic every, every town traveler shop. 
should come up to it. Uh, it is a, a one-story, two-room log cabin, and you see the windows are shuttered and locked currently, leaving uh, leaving a a closed door, a closed shop. What do you guys want to do? You guys arrive. I would like to try and use my thieves tool to open the shop. Okay. Um, so where you go to reach in to go grab for the thieves tool? I'll say, uh, as you go to reach for it, what you pull out, because you could have swore what you just had your hands on were your thieves tool. You find a key. Huh. Mm-hmm. I was going to realize what he's doing. He's just going to kind of keep an eye out for anybody walking by or trying to pay attention to us. Nope. I'll say um, you, you just you, like you, you intentionally went in for the thieves tools. You pulled out. You have a key. And you're just like, I will. Oh. I'm just going to try the key. <laughs> Go for it. Um, <laughs> and actually, uh, with this one, you would uh, roll a th- roll a thieves tool as it is. So make a uh, dexterity check, <clears throat> or what is it? Um, Sleight of hand check, I think. What is it? Thieves tool. Um, sleight of hand, I think. Sleight of hand, I think. Sleight of hand. So roll sleight of hand. Oh, I believe. Let me double check. Hold on. Uh, 11. Okay. Um, door, as you go to twist it, opens up. Uh, you kind of see, kind of push in. And uh, do you guys know passive perceptions offhand? Mm-hmm. Uh, minus 11. 10. <clears throat> 11? Rick, yeah. what's yours? Uh, give me one second. I've got to open my shit a little longer. Where the f- is it? Passive perception 9. All right. Howard, you hear uh, whispered voices and footsteps coming in from inside the cabin as Remus opens up the door. <clears throat> it's dark inside. Gonna kind of put a hand up to Remus to kind of stop him from walking in. Um, this seems to be something going on. Uh, hello, I'm gonna heal into the cabin. The voices stop. Hmm. Boom boom walks in. Boom boom walks in. Okay. Directly in. Not <laughs> looking around. Not not doing anything intelligent. He just walks right in. Okay. And Howard will follow him. Oh, this is going to be great. Follow right. Right You guys walk in. Are you guys walking in sneakily? Because you did hear voices. Are you trying to be stealthy or are you just walking in? Not in the least. I'm literally walking yeah. in. Just walking in. I already yelled out into the darkness. So. Got it. All right. Um, pull this up. Okay. So as you, uh, as you come Walking in, it's dark, dim light. Uh, do any of you guys have dark vision? I do. Ricky? I, I believe I do. You, do. I don't. you don't? I don't. Um, it is dim. It is, uh, it is dim, dim light. It is, uh, the shop is darkened. And there is uh, the furniture, shelves, and front uh, counter have been smashed. The shop's wares are now littered all over the floor. And you actually see five cloaked elves appear to have ransacked the shop and are now currently searching through the debris on the floor. Um, see and uh the minute you guys come walking in they turn around at you and see uh instantly i want you guys to roll initiative okay <laughs> yeah sure. so we're starting this uh nine Six, 18 
Twelve. Sweet. Eighteen. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, ABC. So real quick, hold on. Okay. Uh, Danny, you're up first. Um, I'm going to kind of put our hands up. Hello, gentlemen. Uh, we were here to make a return, and uh, obviously, it looks like you guys are beating us to that. Okay. Can we ask what you're all doing here? They all look up, ready to attack, and uh, nothing nothing of your business. Well, that's not very nice, and I'm going to shoot an Eldritch Blast at the first one on the right. Oh, shoot! Oh. Uh, make attack roll. That's horrible. <laughs> uh, what's my spell attack? Uh, eight. Eight does not hit. Yeah, I didn't think so. So uh, you sh- I don't know how you sh- how do you shoot your Eldritch Blast? Is it from the hand or anything? From the hand, yeah. Just oh. yep. you, sh- you shoot off uh, Eldritch Blast and it goes right by their uh, right by the first bandit's head and it uh, hits off on a wall. You see a book go, poof, some pages go scattering. Uh, the bandit right right after you actually uh, goes to make an attack roll at you, and it is. With, you see him pull out this uh, scimitar, go to swing down at you. It rolled a uh, 11. 11? Nope. Uh, AC is 13. Okay. Goes to bring down an attack on you. It uh, cleaves off your shoulder. The second one goes to make the same attack, uh, pulls out a, a scimitar right after and tries to follow after the first attacker. And it uh, bounces off of it's, uh, bounces off of or just like just misses you. Mm-hmm. Ricky, you're up. Uh, I'm going to try and attack one of the gentlemen attacking Howard with the scimitar. Okay. I'm going to use my short snore sword. Um, and because he's already with someone, I get to use sneak attack. You should do. Cool. So I'm going to try and hit him. Let's see. That's going to be a 12. Uh, 12. That hits. Alright. Which one are you aiming for? The first one or the second one? Yeah, first one. First one, okay. So that's gonna be 7 damage. Damn! You see him just take a... What, were you aiming for anything specific? Um... I guess the arm with the, that he had the scimitar in. You, you go to cleave down his arm. He drops his sword, and he's looking at you now, just kind of staring you down like, all right. Uh, any movement? Anything else? Um, let me see. I think that's going to be it for right. me. Yeah, that's uh, it for me. Rick, your turn. Okay. I would like to uh, pull out my great club. And smash the one that he just hit. Okay, so as you pull it out, I'll say you hear in a voice, Mama says, hurt them. Don't let them hurt you. Hurt them, boom, boom, hurt them. Boom, boom, we'll kill them for Mama. And I just... (laughs) Um, And a 12 plus 5, 17. That hits. uh, Going for the second one or the first one that was already hit? The one that was already hit. Roll for damage. 
so a three and three is six. Uh, how do you want to do that one? Any special Just way of killing? Splash. And, like, I, 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 like, it's dead with a hit, but I keep hitting it so more blood sprays going, don't you talk about my mama. <laughs> it's like hitting it with a glove. Awesome. Um, any other specific? Nope. Right? Any any other anything else, or is that it? Nope. Nope. That's it. And then we go down to uh, so you see three bandit. There's two up front. Now one. You got three in the background, and you see these three all kind of at the same time pull out their light crossbows, and seeing you just completely kill their uh, one friend. They all take shots at you, and uh, first one is in a is a nine. No. Whew. Thank God. 18? Oh, yeah. Oh, All right. yeah. That one does... What does it do? It does 1d8 plus... Oh, shit. Um, where's my d8? What the hell? Six damage to you. Oh! For the, for the, <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Uh, the second one, or the last one then is going to hit... Ooh, yeah, that hit... There was 18. That's a 21. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. Boom Boom. No. What's Boom Boom's health at? Uh, th- that last one was six? Yeah. Five. <laughs> <laughs> You're... There was a se- that was a seven. I just rolled for damage on this one. Womp womp. <laughs> uh... You you got that half orc resilience, so correct? Oh, using that. I so I dropped a one hit point. Nice. <laughs> Clutch. <laughs> Jeez. Oh god. Um Gosh. Uh, you, you bounce back and it is now Danny's turn. Power, <laughs> what do you want to do? Are they all within ten feet of me, I'm assuming? Um who is all the the, the- the cloak figures that we're fighting. Oh, okay. Yeah, there is one in front of you, and then there are uh, three of them that are like thirty feet in front of you, okay. kind of clustered um, on the other side of the room. All right, so then I won't do that yet. I will take out my hand axe okay. and go to, I guess, attack the guy in front of me. Okay, uh, make an attack roll. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Uh, Twenty-one. Bad hits. Roll for damage. Sweet. Is that D6? Nice. Six plus two, eight. Uh, oh, shoot. All right. Uh, that one instantly is going to come back and uh, take an attack at you. It is going to take a swipe with its scimitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, five plus uh, eight. Eight to hit. I can't math. Was that thirteen? Yeah. No. 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 Uh, five plus three, so it's eight. Oh yeah. No. 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 This is okay. it. All right. Uh, Ricky, you. Uh, uh, I'm going to. Hmm. I'm going to uh, use my short sword again on the the one that just attacked Howard. With the okay. scimitar and try and just cut his arm off too. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, 
that's going to be 10. That hits. Oh, wait, no, that 10? Yeah, 10. 10 does not hit. <laughs> As you swing down your short sword, it, it uh, bounces off the leather armor on the chest, just <clears throat> kind of like cutting into it, but just not deep enough. Close. Um, Ricky, Can I uh, offhand dagger him? Offhand dagger? Um, if not, it's totally fine. I'll go for it. Are you Are you going for... A it's more like stab him in the ribs. All right. So as you uh, as you go to grab for the dagger to, in your offhand, you realize the dagger that you uh, that was wrapped. You see, you you find purchase in the grip handle of the dagger that you just reco- recovered from Tolgi. But it, the hand is wrapped in like it. So like you went to go grab for a dagger, and it's now in your offhand. It, it's just in it. Your hand it, it just appeared to it, kind of like a oh. So boom! I'll let you. I'll give you an attack. No proficiency. Just a straight, just D four. So. Oh, okay. So that's gonna be a fourteen. That hits. Nice. For one damage. Hey. One damage is one damage. Uh, but the coolest one damage. <laughs> it's a flourish. It was perfectly balanced, and you didn't. You weren't expecting it. So as you went to go, poof, you just like poked him enough, like a quick jab, and you didn't realize it. So you know, it's all good. Uh, boom, boom. Your turn. All right. How many are still alive? One is one is barely looking alive in front of you. With the with the uh, scimitar, and there's three crossbows at the back of the room. Boom, boom turns to the ones on the crossbow. Are they within uh, five feet of each other, ish? Five feet of each other, yes. Thirty feet. Thunderclap. Thirty feet of you, though. I think I can do that. Hold, on, let me check. Um, I'm pretty. Uh, oh no, it's five foot range. Well, oh no, no. Um, that can be her up to a hundred feet away. What's the origin? The point, range. What's the spell? Uh, range area. It says five feet. Oh, um, this I mean, is a you, weird. You, can, you could run up there and do thunder clap if you want to. Eh, I'm not the run kind of person. I just turn towards one of them that shot me and goes, "You should not have shot Boom Boom." An Eldritch blast. <laughs> Make an attack roll. All right. Uh, twenty. Not natural. That hits, so. Nice. And uh, six. Six damage. Nice. That's very good, very good. Um, that one's going to take a shot right at you. And it's a, one with this crossbow. Tell us rebuke. Instantly, <gasps> just the minute, the minute it's shot. The minute it's shot, tell us rebuke. Um, the minute the arrow is shot, uh, do you have to be a hit for it though? Oh, maybe I have to be hit. Um, I was gonna say they, that one. Oh, the creature that damaged you, yeah, I'm. That so one missed. No, you're you're good. It didn't okay. hit you. <laughs> that one's good. So that one instantly shot at you. Uh, we're gonna say the the uh, second one comes running up, pulls out its sword, and it's actually gonna take a swipe at uh at you, Danny, at a uh, Howard. And that is a ten. Misses. Miss. And then uh, 
the last one is actually going to take out its crossbow again and uh, aim at you this time, uh, Remus. I'm trying to use your guys' player names instead. 13 plus 3 is 16. Oh, yeah. That hits you? Awesome. That is 1d8 plus 1 damage. 7 damage. Oh, God. Oh, shoot. What are all your guys' max HPs? Eight. Uh, my last ten. Ten. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see where this goes. We'll see where this goes, guys. <laughs> all right. Well, well. Uh, yeah. Howard, your turn. All right. Um, so the other two rushed up. The other one, the one I shot the crossbow at, is still 30 feet away, right? Yep. The one, the one is in the back. Uh the, or two in the back, one come, one came running up. Oh, okay. Um, I won't do it yet. I will hand axe the guy I was attacking earlier and uh, try to finish him off. Okay. With a 18 to hit. Hits. Cool. Nice, with another eight points of damage. How do you want to do that? Um, I'm going to like go kind of cross where I can kind of cut his throat, but then instantly grab him and kind of put him... Like, hold them up against me as a shield. Okay. I'll give you that. Um, After you, he's dead. He's dead. Uh, Remus, your turn. I'm going to strike the man that just hit me. Okay. Um, He is... Was that the the cross? Did you get... That was the shot with the crossbow, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. So it's 30 feet away. How are you going to hit him? Are you running up to him? I'm running up to him. I'm going to hit him with my short sword. Okay. Run up to him. Get him with the sword. That 20! Nice. Alright. It's nat 20. I, was, I didn't know if we were going to get a natural 20 on the first game. For 8 total. Yeah, buddy. How do you want to do this? I, I just want to stab him right through. I want to just charge him and then up. Awesome. Uh, the guy next to him, I'll say, out of reaction, drops his weapon. He wasn't expecting that. So the one, or the one that was uh, back with the other crossbow dropped it. Was not expecting. Uh, Rick, um, boom, boom, your turn. All right. Who is left? One or two? You have one in front of you with the scimitar. Actually, no. Killed him. Killed him. You got one with the crossbow and... Eldritch Blast. Got it. Shooting the one... Th- oh, yeah. You uh, have one with the crossbow in the back, and then Ricky just killed him. So, yeah. Wait, just the one... Uh, just the... Uh, yeah. Non-natural 20. Roll for damage. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Um, 1d10. That's a... Deja vu. Six again. Sweet. He is looking hurt. Um, shoot, I feel like I lost track. I think we killed. I think we killed three. Killed three, yeah. So you have, uh, so you have the one with the one with the crossbow is kind of pulling it up and just kind of looking sporadically now. While the one dropped his other crossbow, um, and the one that dropped it is like, I don't want, I don't want nothing else, um. And the one that currently has it. Oh wait, shoot! You killed. Oh no! I think you guys got them all. Oh no, DM. I'm reckoning it. 
There's one guy remaining. You guys, you, you killed the one and you, you terrified the one. I lost track of this. Uh, of, I'm using the D&D Beyond, which, guys, if you haven't yet, go check out D&D Beyond. Uh, I'm using the, be- the beta tracker for the combat, and I don't know if I added an extra bandit or not in this, but we're going to say that's, we'll, we'll wrap up that encounter because the, you, you, you came in, they weren't expecting you guys, and you basically started slaughtering some of the bandits. So the one that's remaining is like, please, I, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. I don't want to die. Boom, boom. Looks at the one that he crushed with the club and like starts punching its chest as hard as he can. And I want to rip its lungs out. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know the anatomy of the human body well enough to know the the lungs? You tell me about your character. Would you know that? Not necessarily, but he knows like the general area and like he, he might grab some organ near a rib and assume it's a lung. Give me a slight of hand track just for fun. All right. Basically, to determine how, how delicate your hands are at r- ripping lungs out of bodies. Oh, Jesus uh, Christ. What do you guys right, want to do? We'll say in co- uh, combat order. I, I rolled a non natural one. <laughs> you rip out a heart. Not the lungs, but like. Uh, All right. Dumb and dumber style. Just, just rip I it take out. the heart, I throw it at that bandit and go, that man. Use that to talk ill of Boom Boom and Mama. Now you no breathe either if you not tell Boom Boom what happened here. Boom Boom will eat face for Mama. Who's who's Boom Boom and who's Mama? That's really not important right now. I think you should do what the man says. You say wrong thing to Boom Boom. I start walking towards him all menacingly. Please, please, please. <laughs> we, we were here. We were looking for. We were looking for Holith. We were looking for Holith. She needed. She needed something. She's sick. She's sick. She's sick. What the and, hell uh, Holith? Holly is um Tol- Tolgi's sister. Ah, sorry. If I didn't uh, say that before. <laughs> Uh, we're looking for Holly. We're looking for something for Holly. She, she's sick. She's sick. She, she's getting slow and she's not doing good. She will get worse. And you will get worse if you no tell Boom Boom truth. Uh, okay. Can I try intimidation check? Go for an intimidation check. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hey, net 20 plus... Four, nice, <laughs> nice, nice. Um, it. We we came back looking to see if there was a cure. We we found some stuff. We took some stuff. We realized it was bad. We see what it's done, but now we need to find out if there is an antidote, something to make it so Holly doesn't die. She was getting cold. She stopped being able to move. Now she's kind of stuck at the cave. You know work for Holly. Oh, okay, you, okay. You I work, work for Boom Boom. I work for Boom Boom. No. All work for Mama. I'll work you for Mama too. I'll work, work for Mama too. For Mama. You say, I love Mama. I, I love Mama. I love Mama. Whatever Mama says. Whatever Mama says. 
That is what Boom Boom need to hear. Okay, okay, okay. Howard. Terrified. Make so a perception check. You talk to small, scared man who soils self like a girl in front of Boom Boom. So, so make perception Boom Boom's assuming, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's actually what right, uh, Hey, oh, holy f***, I'm f- hot. Um, perception. Oh, please don't suck. All right, minus one. So 18. Whoever wants to make a perception of this guy's uh, personal demeanor, he is currently now soiling himself. <laughs> Lights, like this, this wet patch forming in the front of his armor, kind of trickling down the leg. And you don't know if you smell anything that was there before, but you definitely smell it now. <laughs> Someone is terrified. It could just be the, the bloody bodies next to you as this man ripped out the heart. But now he has the attention of this uh, this elf that was trying to uh, rob this place and figure out what's going on. Uh, so yeah, he ends up telling you guys that uh, <clears throat> where is it? They robbed Pelk's Curiosities two months ago, and that after, since then, Holly's actually become sick and her veins are turning blue. She kind of has whatever her sister had, and she ordered the bandits to come back and trash the place, looking for any potions or scrolls or anything that might help cure her. And uh, despite it, they, they found nothing useful. What did you take last time? We took... Um, let me pull up, see what she took. There's a receipt. Um, real quick. You see, uh, tells you guys he took last time. Um, they have, uh, we, we took a, a, a scroll case, uh, some little statue, some arrows... This really nice ring and uh, these two little blue vials. The one sold for a lot. What kind of blue vials were you holding? I don't know. It was really cool and I don't know. It looked like maybe possibly a potion, but I don't know. Someone bought it, made a little bit of money. I think, I think Holly is trying to sell the other one. Hmm. Did you ever open it or drink of it? No, I did, and I don't. I don't know what happened with it. Hmm. Interesting. And you said a uh, a ring as well, too, right? Yeah, um, a silver silver ring set. Right, let me pull. Interesting. It. Right, actually, let me make sure I'm right. Where's the receipt list? It's the receipt list. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was a silver ring. So silver ring. Uh, we it was. Hmm. Anything peculiar about that ring that you knew of? No. Looked like a very just basic ring. It's easy flip. Easy flip. We don't get a lot of magical items up here. I mean, you know, we, well, we take what we can. We scavenge, we find, we steal, and we're bandits. Yes, well, according to Mama, since you work for Mama now, you will be no longer a bandit. You will be a follower of Mama. A follower of Mama. I'll, I'll follow Mama. I'll follow Mama. Good, because if you don't, I'm pretty sure my good friend over here, Boom Boom, will make sure. Boom Boom will make sure you follow Mama. He just kind of like looks down. I'll, I'll listen to Mama. I'll listen to if Mama. you anger Mama, you will anger Boom Boom. And Boom Boom friends. Boom Boom never have friends. And now he do. And with friends, Boom Boom 
will destroy for mama. All right. Um, do you guys? Well, I have a also, Boom Boom's a little drunk for the record. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, he drank a lot that that tavern. Like I'm not forgetting this, so you know I'm just trying to. Um, I said, do you guys want him to do like an investigation of uh, investigation of the shop or anything? Yeah, else? I want to see what kind of on the floor. Uh, make an make an investigation check. Yeah, I'll join in on that too. Oh, man. Fifteen. Ten. Ten. Um, Danny, for the, for the ten, you find you know simple shop items. You find uh, I'll say you find a small little vial, little red liquid, <clears throat> and uh, you find you find some like uh some some books of some ledgers and some the the history of Alexandria. You find a um. <clears throat> T.D. Darrington and the Great Adventures book. You find a short story. Uh, Look at the trash. Yeah. The the Adventures of Dodie, something like that you find. Um, Mm. Nothing really big. You did find the little red vial. Um, Remus, you actually end up finding a separate quarters room. And when you're back there, you see an ice statue of an elf is actually bundled up and she's buried underneath the blankets along the uh, side of the room in her bed. And there's a uh, small table next to it with dirty teacups and, uh, oh, she never got away. She never got to put it away. She ended up, you know, you can see that, uh, the owner here, Verla, her quarters, she actually ended up dying here. Frozen. Uh, does she, can I investigate that room? (laughs) Yeah, go on investigation. I just um, want to see if there's like anything that seems out of place for like the town or anything, really. Oh, okay. Um, anything that seems out of place for the town? Like if she had any like trinkets or anything back there, like stuff from her shop. Um, maybe little, little trinkets, something like little, maybe like one or two automatons, like little, little, like, uh, like little tchotchke type stuff, like. You don't know what it does, like maybe like a little sphere ball with some like little legs, like a like kind of like it was it's seeing like almost like three legs, kind of tripedal. Okay. Like a little like a little like crystal like glass, like uh, like almost like a little eyepiece, I guess you would say. But it looks like, like, a like a, not really an eye, just more like kind of um think of like a security like a security camera up on the wall like like it's like all like kind of black circle and then you could see like a clear camera inside that can kind of move around and look okay so it looks something like that but it's got like three little uh three little legs huh but it it looks like it's not moving it looks kind of almost like a a relic like probably hasn't been turned on in hundreds of years you you don't know what you don't know how to even when you make an investigation check or an intelligence check if you want to. Um, but I'll do an intelligence check, but either way, I'm just going to put it in my pocket. Okay. I got a 17. Cool. Um, yeah, I mean, it looks like this is probably from the, uh, probably from one of the Aeorian relics that from an ancient city from time past. I mean, there was, there was legends and lore about time before time when the gods took took to the mortal planes that there was an ancient city that attempted to rebel against the gods and they focused on trying to 
explore magic without a divine structure or without a divine a, a divine base to it. And this is clearly from this. This is like one of their civilization. This is like remnants from that. Okay. And uh, yeah, no, it just kind of looks like it's powered off, turned off. The battery is dead. I don't know how you'd want to take it, but that's kind of what huh. you see from this little construction automaton type thing. Um, I'd say you don't clearly you don't clearly see any gears, but like think you've seen Harry Potter. You know, like how the quaffle looks, kind of with all the lines around it. Yeah, kind of looks like that, but palm sized. Okay. Okay. So that's what you find in there. Cool. Um, does it look like she kind of struggled or does it look like she just kind of chose to sit on her bed or it, it was a natural death. She ended cool. up freezing. She just it, possibly, you don't know if it was in her sleep. She died in her sleep or not, but she looked like she just died just where she was. She just was laying down at some point and, um, it's been probably a day or two since anyone's heard from her, but with you preparing with her, with, uh, Ergon's funeral and the whole town kind of whole city kind of preparing for that right now you you may have not noticed that or no one's better shop fair Uh, i'm going to come out of that room and close the door and tell my party members that unfortunately it seems the shopkeep has also met a similar fate as ergon um she's frozen back there so i think it's only right that we respect her by using what we can from the store to help aid our quest right now you see the elf actually pops and he goes, oh, there's someone else in here? Just like, he had no idea. They were just, what? And then he just realizes he spoke out of turn and it's like, I'm sorry, just kind of looks back down. Um, can I make a arcana check on the little red vial to see if I would get a sense of, like, if it had any healing properties or anything like that, or no? Yeah, make, make an arcana check. Okay. Uh, that is a, no, five. You could try. I'll take a small sip. Roll a d20. Okay. I'm just kidding. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> roll, roll a d4. Okay. Three. Three health points. I'll give you that. Okay. I'm only taking a small sip just to kind of get whatever. So. Oh, just, oh, just like a little tiny sip? Just a tiny sip. You, you feel, I'll say you didn't take enough to use the d4. Okay. But, uh, it is a d4. And we'll see kind of can taste like, oh, this was, you get like a little numb feeling like, oh, this is what that's like. Okay. So then I will, um, boom, boom. boom I feel boom. like you might need this. Boom. Go ahead, drink. It makes boom, boom feel better. Boom, boom, we'll drink. And he just, and he goes <laughs> for dead man and crushes it. <laughs> um, you guys, I will say also end up, uh, if you want to, you can take a short rest here if you wish to. I would. I would definitely like to. Yeah, um, yeah. We'll we'll, yeah. S- we'll say that during the investigation and kind of like the breather after this, you guys can do a short rest. Um, I can tell we'll break a little bit of wall right here, and I'll let everyone know that. Uh, I do realize I'm playing with some warlocks, so people are shooting some eldritch blasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know how warlocks and short rest work, so to me, short rest will be frequent. Basically, I would like to do three to four a day in game if we have a lot of campaign. If we have a lot of mm-hmm. But uh, for me, a short rest can be like a two, 10 minute, 15 minute short rest rather than the full half hour, hour rule for you guys. Okay. Cool. cool. Just for you guys to keep, keep in mind. I don't want you guys to conserve anything, not knowing. Uh, so if you guys want a short rest here, if you guys can do any uh, hit, uh, hit dice, if you want. All right. Um, 
do you guys want to go to Croker Cave? And you guys see this uh, elf that um, da- uh, Damien, you guys now meet, he uh, lets you know his name is Damien, and he was from uh, the Menagerie Coast in uh, south of Wildmount. He uh, ended up hearing of treasure and lore up in the north, and he wanted to make a name for himself. But he soon ran into debt, and one thing led to another that he is now a bandit that uh, works for her, the Tulgi, or works for Holly and Tulgi, doing uh, basically kind of breaking in, stealing stuff, strong arming people, you know. And uh, I, I can take you to the cave if you want, but I don't know what, what Mama, Mama wants to do. He's really startled and scared by Mama. He doesn't want to make any d- impulsive and rash decisions. Um, oh, can I, is it rude to loot his friends? <laughs> <laughs> you want to loot the friends? Yeah, I mean, there's, what, three of them? Four. We'll say there's four. Three. Yeah. If you guys fall four people, we'll say. Sure. You, um, he starts to see you kind of bend over and kind of loot, and he's like, but I... I don't know if you should. I put my hand on his back and I go, Mama order. Anything okay. that help Mama. Oh, okay. Help and, them. Help yeah, I'm going go, to go down to a body as well too and be like, you don't want to upset Mama either and I'm going to start looting one of the other bodies as well. God. Yeah, go for it. Loot bodies. I love that no one's questioned Mama in any way, <laughs> shape, or form over the entire time we've been together. I'm just like, sure, mama. This guy seems like he knows what he's doing. He almost always died. And like... he, he came from the woods. He talked about mama, you know? What's... Yeah. Um, so you start looting. I'll say you find, uh, let's see, is there actually anything specific that's on their persons? Um. Yeah, they really don't have anything. I'll say you find, you know, basic dagger, um, a pouch coin. You end up finding a uh, a little note that's kind of scribbled of uh, little blue vials, possibly like discerning notes about like what they're looking for and kind of an idea, possibly. Uh, I'll say each one of them had 10 gold pieces on them. So... Ooh. You collectively cool. found 40 gold piece, gold pieces. Uh, each one of them would have a scimitar. And actually for... Um, <clears throat> they would, each of them will say have uh, 10 cross bolts. And they uh, each have a... Um, a short... Uh, short crossbow. Or a light crossbow is what it is. Light crossbow. So 10 crossbow bolts, um, 40 gold pieces total. So 40 gold pieces total, 40 crossbow bolts total, and four light crossbows and four scimitars. I don't know what you guys want to do or not. Grab them. Your call. I'm going to take... You said they were each had a dagger too? Yeah, they each had a dagger. I'm taking all their daggers. <laughs> and this, this is just... First ten minutes of Skyrim. I'm gonna take everything you got. Um, I feel we should give ten gold to the sad guy that has no friends now. Well, I mean, I feel like we should probably take a gold for 
each uh, offense that he's given against us. So he's, that'll be 10 gold minus five for the trouble. So we'll give him five pieces of gold, I see. Thank you. Thank you. Just kind of puts his hand out like if, if mama's okay with it. Mama give allowance to a small man with pointy ears. <laughs> Takes it, kind of packs it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and uh, <laughs> do, you, do you guys want to go to the, the cave to speak to Holly? Yeah, let's have him lead right. the way. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how to remember. You guys put him in awkward position. He's just like, I'll, 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 I'll take you guys there if you want. You will. Uh, Mama want. There we go. Which mean you want? Uh, all right. So you guys. Uh, Remus, you you spent some you, you grew up in the village, so you do know that uh, Croker Cave, it is uh, it gets its name from giant ice frogs that live throughout the cave, and the entrance to the shore is on the shore, or the entrance to it is uh, on the shores of the frigid depths, which is uh, north of Palbank Village. All right, so you guys, uh, it's probably like an hour. It's like an hour's journey to get there. And as you uh, drop close to it, uh, I don't know if you guys want to make a stealth checks or if you guys are just trying to uh, walk up like normal because you do have a guide of sorts kind of walk in. Uh, he's, I'd say he's trying, he, he's told you, let me, let me lead. Uh, but stay close. Stay close. He's asked to be, he's asking to be like five feet in front of you. That's it. Um, as he walks up to where the engines of the cave is. No. We're going to walk in a straight line, four deep. Excuse me. Okay. I have my hand on his shoulder. You walk where Mama say to walk. Okay. Okay, I will. I will. You walk with Boom Boom. I'll walk. Boom Boom, throw lung at small man with pointy air. It's not even, it's a heart. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. But now Boom Boom thinks those are lungs, because... That's what he pulled. Yeah, yeah, that's what he was going for, yeah. (laughs) um, So as you approach the the beginning of the cave, you can see uh, frequent signs of where where the traffic is going from bands coming in and out. Uh, but there are no signs of patrols or guards. And you see a plume of uh, smoke rises from the ground beyond the cave's entrance, venting through a narrow uh, natural chimney that will end up coming out of the cave itself. You kind of see way in this top, you can see that someone's deeper into the cave. Boom, boom, see smoke, which means there may be fire. That's all I say. Yes, very good, Boom Boom, very good. <laughs> um, you, Damien, what's, uh, what's within the cave there? Is it, uh, what should we be expecting? There's the, there's the giant ice frogs. Um, they shouldn't attack us, because you have me. And then there are bandits, which I'd advise us not hitting or attacking or killing, but your choice. Uh <laughs> Don't kill me. 
we'll keep you alive as long as uh, Boom Boom and Mama tells him not to kill you. You are son to Mama now. Boom Boom, no kill. But if you, f- Boom Boom or Mama, Boom Boom, eat lungs. He make an intimidation check. Okay. <laughs> With advantage, please. Oh, sweet. Uh, the first one was not great. It was a nine. The second one was way better. It was a uh, 21. I, boom, boom. I, I'm a follower of mama. Follower of mama. Follower of mama. You he are little mama. brother to boom, boom. Boom, boom will protect you. Okay. But okay. you know, f- boom, boom. I won't boom, boom. I won't boom, boom. No. <laughs> You would say it with a straight face. <laughs> Sorry, I tried so hard. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah, Boom just takes that in. That's why. <laughs> so as you pull up the, uh, you see a giant uh, open water, an open uh, pond, and it is. Um, See as you uh, as you pull up to the first entrance. There is a the first entrance pool. It is uh, dimly lit by daylight, and it is now slowly uh, it is now slowly becoming moon. It's it's getting dark in the day, later in the day, and uh, you see, you hear the slow dripping of water sounds out where it falls from stalactites down into a murky pool that fills the rough tunnel ahead. Every few moments, a loud croaking sound from somewhere in the darkness beyond. Which you hear a ribbit. Boom Boom would like to stop Howard and go, Howard, that is water. And then he stops and keeps walking forward. Thank I just point out the pond to him. <laughs> <laughs> just in case he missed it for some good reason. <laughs> uh, thank you, Howard. Thank you, Boom Boom. I appreciate that. Uh, are you guys just going to walk through? Oh, yeah. Like, we own the joint, I, I assume. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, the, so just, you know, uh, as you, if you guys are just going to walk through the water, there's, like, open pools you're just going to swim across, or? Well, I mean, we're letting little bro, like, kind of guide right. us through. Um, da- Damien, how do you get across? I, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not the most fun, but you kind of have to swim across the first one. Um. Use, uh, oh, um, we actually no, no. I'm sorry, not swim across. It. Uh, you can see. So you got dark vision. So you guys have dark vision. You actually end up seeing um, a 20 foot long heavy wooden beam lying across the west wall. So on the south, uh, and the south end of the pool, and he uh, goes. Well, the we end up using the the beam to cross the pool, and we pull it back on the other side. But right now. I mean, we can try to get swim across, or I can start calling for help, but if I call for help, please don't attack anyone, because they're not going to help us, especially when they see you. And he looks over, boom, boom, he's scared. Boom, boom is no fish. Boom, boom will not swim. We will call other small people for beam, unless Remus and Howard want swim. But then you swim first. And if you run, boom, boom, 
will not be happy. Make another intimidation check with it. Oh, shit. Oh, sweet. Okay. <laughs> you scared him to death. It's just... <laughs> the first one's a six. Oh, yeah! Nat 20 with a four. <laughs> What's right, guys? I wish I was making that up. Damien go, I'll call them. I'll call them. Uh, you just kind of look... Jeremiah! Jarek! Kelleen! He just calls out for uh, a couple of couple names and you see um three bandits come walking over and go hey they shout across where's everyone else we're here we're, we're, we we want to try and they, they want to help um uh everyone else boom boom killed them <laughs> <laughs> Bring across the bridge. We, we need to get over. They want to find a cure. And uh, we'll say the other three elves, they, they look up and they see, uh, they see you, boom, boom. They're like, whoa. Uh, all right. All right. Um, let's see what they do. Yeah, I believe them enough. Uh, they, you see them kind of lean over the plank and kind of put it across the, uh, across the giant pool. You guys are able to walk across fairly normal. It creaks and cracks a little bit. And you hear a somewhere uh, from within the cave, but you cross that no problem. Did you say it was uh, completely pitch black in here, or no? It is uh, dark. It is darkly dim. I mean, uh, okay. Real quick, uh, di- the entrance is dimly lit by daylight. And okay, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna go up to Remus. Um, Remus, if you don't mind, I'm going to. Uh... Use you as guidance. I can't see quite well in here. Uh, all right. I'm going to kind of like pull <laughs> the back of his cloak and just kind of use him as a guide so I don't slip into the water. The entire time I'm just saying, repeating slow and steady over and over as we cross. <laughs> slow and steady, slow and steady, slow and steady. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh. <laughs> As you get across, you see another uh, you see another cavern room, and in this room here, okay, second, pull this up to a different page. Anthony, um, as we're walking across, I'd like to communicate to Damien or whoever else guy is. Um, Boom Boom was just going to tell him a real monotone story about this one time he saw a duck. Boom Boom saw a duck. <laughs> Feathers were white and bill was yellow. Boom Boom. Fed duck. Duck swam and had family. That's it. That's that's it. But he just he just tells him the story about this one time he found a duck. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So you guys um you guys cross over and you head up through the training area and they lead you over to um through the bandit camp and I mean, you you guys are friendly through here. You guys didn't cause any enemies, so ends up walking you guys through the bend, through the bandit camp. Um, if you want, you can try and loot and look around, but you know what's going to happen there. <laughs> uh, and we can lead you over to. He ends up saying, "Well, if, if you want, you can rest here for a little bit." But uh, Holly, 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 I don't know how to pronounce her name, <clears throat> is over across Old Croker's Pool. 
which we'll have him bring us over if you want to. Um, do you guys want to take a break? You want to just want to take a rest there for a moment, or are you going to walk over, uh, go over to Holly, Halil? I just want to point out to Howard that we're now in a camp. Oh okay. no, Howard, <laughs> we are in a camp, and that's it. Uh, yes, yes. Thank you, Boom Boom. I appreciate that again. Damien's a uh, well. Um, this is where we all are, and there really isn't that much. He goes, if you want, there's some some crappy wine, but apart from that, we can uh, we'll go over to Hollow. Hello. Boom, boom, boom. We'll drink wine for a dead man. He brings out bottle. It's like a, it's like a cask, like, like dusty and it's got like some beads around the bottle. Itself and crush it. Just crush it for a dead no, man. Good. <clears throat> uh, we're going to start playing with the drunk mechanics for you. Oh yeah. But yeah. Boom, boom's really putting him away. <laughs> I know. I, I'm nice. taking note of this now. <laughs> Which is a guy though. <laughs> What's your constitution? Uh, 16. Plus 3? Plus 3? Yep. Alright. Alright, you're, you're getting the point. Uh, so you end up going over to uh, Old Croker's Pool, and you see this uh, huge, huge, giant ice toad kind of come up to, um, to you, and Damien kind of gets down and is like, hey, could... um." Could you please bring us over to Hollow? They're gonna try and figure out what's wrong with her. And this cro- this we'll say this frog. Um, do any of you guys have any animal experience background? Proficiency with animal handling or anything like that? And boom, nope. boom, met that duck once, but that's around. A weird encounter with wolves. <laughs> All right. So you see, yeah. you see Damien start talking to the talking to the toad. It just kind of looks up at him and. Um, it kind of turns around, and uh, you you could hop on. It uh, brings uh, Damien over, comes back over, lets uh, Howard or I don't know who who wants to get on this giant frog first. Um, yeah, Howard will it's gonna, so all right. Howard ferries you over one at a time. Um, boom, boom. I'm assuming you're last. Mm-hmm. It a uh, little mm-hmm. bit slower, little struggles. It wasn't expecting such a heavy load, but crosses you over. And as you guys come up to uh, him, the same story about the duck <laughs> on the way over. As you no finish it, understand it. As you finish it, you hear <laughs> like it. Like it understood you, and it, it didn't find the, the story that bad. We'll say <laughs> it was good duck. Um, <laughs> and as you guys uh, walk up, you end up uh, getting hit with another warm rush of heat in this cave now, where before the party camp was just, you know, just like a normal it was like party camp. You know, a little bit normal fire just to kind of keep everyone warm. But this is, again, just met with equally the, the hit of heat from Tully's, uh, from Tully's cabin. And you see it's smoke venting up through the narrow stone chimney in the middle of the room. Some flames illuminating a rough painting of a five-headed dragon that dominates the north wall. A bedroll is spread out beneath the mural. Near cracking, uh, crackling, near the crackling blaze, a dwarf bundled up in a heavy cloak sits, in, sits on a stone chest beside an elf whose face is covered with dragon tattoos. The dwarf's face is streaked with pulsing blue manes. What do you guys want to do? 
as Damien comes walking up, goes, that's, that's hollow. That's hollow. She is small and cold. She's mean as hell, though. <clears throat> is she asleep or awake? She's awake. Oh. Uh, She's awake. Um, make a perception check, though. Seven. Yeah, no, she, her, her, and uh, the the elf next to her are currently um, heads down, but they're clearly you can see their mouth is uh, reciting something, but they're 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 awake. They're not sleeping. Okay, Howard's gonna walk up. Um, hello, Hollis. Hello, um, I'm Howard. Pleased to meet you. Uh, we come here on behalf of uh, a good friend of us uh, back at the city or town, and uh, we just wanted to find out what might have happened and uh, try to find a way that we can perhaps reverse this issue that you're dealing with. You see this. First off, I'm getting echo from someone. Um, see. First off, uh, Damien stays in the back. Doesn't want to come up in the front. He's, uh, please don't, don't, don't disturb her. And he's actually kind of like right next to Boom Boom now as uh, Howard, you come walking up and you actually startle. You didn't, it looks like this dwarf and this elf were awake, but they were caught uh, deep in concentration as you can hear by the, by the, by the Lord Diamat, by the Queen Diamat herself, by blessed, blessed all the powers of the divine that you have. Please help cure. Ah, ah, and she looks up. Damien, who, who are these? Who are these people? And you see the elf at her side, just ready himself. Now, now, calm down. There's no need for arms. We're here to help. H- help with what? Well, clearly, and I point towards Hollis. Um, <laughs> she has an issue there, and uh, we're not quite sure how she contracted it. Uh, didn't seem like uh, she was too uh, socially distanced with other people and uh, might have gotten it from other people that way. So we want to find out how and stop it and perhaps reverse it and cure her. Uh, and you see right now, Halil, um, I'll let you guys know. Can I see Ricky writing something down, I think. Halil is H-U-L-I-L. Um, stand down, Reagan. Uh, maybe, the, maybe the queen sent them. Uh, Yes, blessed. Uh, make yes. a. We were sent by the queen, Mama. <laughs> not, not that queen. And she could see her actually look up at the painting of the uh, five-headed, five-crested dragon. Hmm. Um, the five-headed dragon of on the painting. Okay. Um, if you guys want, you could roll a history or religion check if you want to to depict that. I'll try a religion. I'll go for religion as well. Fifteen. Oh, nice. Nine. Nine. Um, mm-hmm. You will say, uh, Howard, as versed as you are in as traveled you are, you don't study that much specifically with gods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gods per se, especially the not the well, especially not the normal pantheon, and. You do recognize, you've heard of a five-headed dragon before. And boom, boom, Mama's talked about this one extensively. This is Tiamat. Uh-huh. The, uh, the queen lady, mother of all chromatic 
dragons the uh the evil tyrant that lives in uh, Avernus herself. Dragon is mother, but is no mama. And that will say you even see uh, you could swear the red head that centers the painting just kind of looks around at all of you during this. At that, at that comment. Well, well, well. <laughs> yeah, that was recognized. Um, well, what have you found out? What have you come to come to learn? Well, that painting is alive. That's painting is alive. Well, we've uh, come to learn quite a bit, actually. Um, we've learned that whatever you guys try to sell or steal um, has turned this against you. Has been uh, terribly cursed. Um, we have learned that Boom Boom once came across a duck. We have learned all kinds of interesting things. But now we are here to learn uh, what you might have known so we can further uh, our investigation into finding out what might have happened here. Make a charisma check. I'd say persuasion or deception because she doesn't really trust you completely. Gotta go deception. Your choice. Can I take a super fast bio? Bio? A bathroom break. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, I, re- I really have to pee. I'm oh, so yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. And I ordered uh, food for my mom, so I'm going to have to get that at some point when it arrives, but that'll be like two seconds. It's sorry. Right. It, 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 it's a what is, am I looking at? Is that a natural? That's, That's a, a natural one. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, wasn't expecting that. Um, Plus six for a deception, so seven, I guess. But yeah, it's a natural, natural one. one. She doesn't it's look too keen one. to give you any information, but with Damien, with Damien there, give it with advantage. I'll say. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to force the dice roll, but go for it. Let me see. If you get That's a lot one. better. That's uh, twenty-three. A lot better. All right. Um, yeah. This and you, mother, give me warmth. <laughs> Ah, it it. I don't know if it's a trick of the mind that I feel warm, or if I actually do. But blessed the mother, the mother, mother, queen, ah, And she just she's for it. She's shivering. She goes, um, we, from what I can tell, this is similar to what the explorers describe as the frigid woe. And I've heard rumors of. Explorers that travel in Islecross that succumb to a a cold, a flu of sorts that frees you to the bone, literally. And uh, I heard about Ergon, and I haven't heard from my sister, so I'm assuming she's gotten worse, and I'm pretty sure I have it. Uh... Would I know anything with my traveling around? Would I have heard about the freezing low and like what could be used to cause that? Um, you can make a hist- make a history or history or arcana. Um, I will go arcana. Go for it. Uh, nope, that's a six. No, this is old. This is old, old. This is before the calam. This is like before the calamity times. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Um. My, we, I don't know how we got it. It must have been from something 
from what we freaking Tolgi told her to be careful. It's a thing. Sorry about that, guys. Good. The thing is, uh, when you're stealing, you got to be careful. You don't know what. Tolgi could be absent-minded sometimes, not checking for traps. But she must have grabbed something, and in the transaction from me to her, I caught it from her. I don't know what it was. Ah, I'm thinking it may have been caused by one of those blue vials that she stole and, and so, that was sold by Ergon. The one was cracked and it revealed this lovely little color of this blue dust. And where is this other vial that you have? I have it in my chest. <laughs> as, she, as you oh. kind of are sitting on it, she goes, it's right in here. Oh, well, thank you for clarifying. I am a gentleman. I wasn't going to reach for your chest, so. Um, the plan was to try and sell it and flip a quick buck and hopefully go to Shady Creek Run and do what I can to find some find some gold to hopefully pay for a cleric to try and do some healing, but I don't know if I can leave. As you can see that, um, her face isn't fully covered in veins, but you can start to see them kind of creeping a little bit. Mm. There. No, she's not as bad off as her sister was, but she doesn't look uh she doesn't look as good. Or she doesn't look as good as uh some of the other people in the cave have been. Mama will fix you. But mama need loyalty. Boom boom will bring you cleric from mama. But you must acknowledge mama. Not acknowledging no mama, acknowledging Lady Tiamat, but whatever you can do to help. I sold one of the other vials to a merchant. He was staying at the Jolly Dwarf Inn while his family was traveling to Uthodern. And what was this merchant's name? Uh, Irvin. Irvin. Irvin Lyle. He was human. Had a family, too. Figured, figured, you know, get some cash on him. Better not to. I don't. I don't like to kill anyone if kids are involved. But I was hoping this thing would run its course so I can get there sooner to sell goods. But I don't think I'm going to. Clearly not. How much you need for cleric? I don't know. Five hundred gold, six hundred, seven hundred. I don't know what would help. Well, <laughs> he, he turns to Howard and goes, that is a lot of gold. We do not have that. No, they don't. Zero <laughs> say goes, we do not have that. No. Oh, I, I, can you get it for me or can you find a cure? I've been told that possibly sometimes, sometimes there's a cure to this. I don't know. Other people have, other people have found, uh, have found stuff in Isle Cross. Yes, perhaps we could go look in Isle Cross, or perhaps you might know a uh, cleric who could go for maybe. I look to the rest of the uh, the party members. Uh, Forty gold. Forty gold. Yes, we have as, five. Five was given as allowance from Mama. Yes, and I'm sure Damien would. Love to give up his five gold to help out. 
Sure, sure. Uh, if, if you don't mind, would uh, here, and uh, she 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 kind of stands up a little, like little uh, little slowly, and uh, Reagan kind of wraps his cloak around her and kind of walks her over to the fire. She goes, uh, "Sure, that'll help. Can you put it with the rest in the chest?" As she gets up, do you mind okay. putting it in for her? Yeah, I suppose. And I will go, I won't touch the chest with my hands, but instead I'll grab the rag out of my pocket mm-hmm. and use that to hold the chest. Yeah. Um, and as I'm putting the gold in there, what else do I see in the chest? Cool. So, uh, let's see real quick. Um, let's see. You go, you're just going to go open the chest? So Yeah, with the rag, though. I'm not touching yeah. the actual yeah. chest. But, but like, so you're like, you're just kind of grabbing the rag and kind of using that to open the chest, right? Correct. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, so as you go to, uh, open the chest, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of hoping for this. All right. Uh, nice. 19. Cool. So as you go to touch the, as you go to open the chest, regardless Mm-hmm. Uh, you do get hit with a gust of wind that comes blowing out of the dragon's mouth. Uh, I guess on the lid of the chest, you see a face of a dragon. So as you go to open it up, a blue gust of air c- comes breathing out of the breathing out of it. And what was your saving throw? Nineteen. Nineteen. Mm-hmm. You're good. Um, you guys are all right up right up next to where Hollow uh, was sitting and everything, right? Or where was everyone positioned during that? I just have my hand on that little guy's shoulder. Have you? Has anyone moved since Hullith got off the chest? No. Uh, no. No. Can I actually ask all of you guys to make Constitution saving throws? Yep. Uh, six and three, nine. Womp womp. Okay. Okay. Sixteen. All right. Cool. Boom boom. <laughs> You have contracted the frigid, ro- the frigid woe. Whoa. Yep. We will. We will discuss to figure out how long you've got until. Oh my god! I got really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got this disease. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so you see this poom of uh, blue powder as Howard goes to open the door, just hits you in the face, and you start coughing, and you feel your uh, your lungs feel frozen. And uh, you hear a voice going, Mom will make it all better. And instantly just goes away. Whoa. Yep. Or whatever she did, it's not frozen anymore. So. Oh, you know, okay. I, I say. A cold. Mama cured disease. Mama uh, will do the same for you. But you no believe in mama. But you will. And she's looking at you weird, saying, like, hold, make a deception check. All right. Okay. Hey, oh, uh, oh, yeah, plus two, <laughs> 17. If, if, if your mama has a way, if, if your mama has a way, I, I, I'm interested. I'm interested in, in how to, in, in how to overcome this. Uh, like she, she straight up believes you that you're my, you're cured. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think I am. I don't know if I am, but I go like yeah, this I mean, and go, 
Not it was all my good. mama. Our mama. And you could see her look up at the painting, and she's torn. We'll, we'll let her just kind of be at that. Um, Howard, what you do find in in the chest is, uh, you do end up seeing real quick, is a uh, scroll case. And see, it's a scroll case covered in a, cos- uh, a map of the cosmos. You see a little statue in the corner. You see a uh, quiver with arrows. You see a, a ring set that's silver. You also see a pile of copper, silver, uh, electrum, 100 gold, hundred something gold, and you end up do seeing a uh, receipt stashed off in the pile to change. Um, I will look at the receipt. Uh, make a slight of hand check. Oh, shit. Uh, no, that is a four. Nope. Hey, 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 you see uh, the elf... Co- don't take anything out of there. Oh, calm your tits. You just try to kill my friend. I'm not taking anything. I'm just looking. Jake, I'm looking. He, he goes to pull a dagger and he'll... No, no. See what this mama can do. And... Yes. Um, Follow mama as I go over the receipt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as you go over the receipt, it, it's just... Uh, it, it matches what was said uh, to have been yeah. taken. Or what Ergon so did end up saying. Yeah. It matches it. It's in there. And that's fine. You end up what's the, no, I'll put the receipt back. But um, what's the statue? The of? statue, it's just a little uh, Jasper statue, and it's of a um it's of a uh it's a, it's a, like a little like a little statue of a man, kind of but like has a spear and it has a shield. It looks like crafted fairly nicely, polished. Mm-hmm. Maybe has a couple crack, maybe like not cracks, but like chips in the shoulder, but little minor imperfection. Fairly nice. Um, it's worth, I mean, at a ballpark, I'd say it's about mm, little statue. Where is it? I don't know. 200 gold piece? Okay. Sorry, no. Not to, uh, um, 25 gold piece. Yeah, not 200 gold piece. 25 gold piece? Not okay. bad. Would I recognize, like, the imagery of it? Like, would I recognize yeah. if it came from a religion or if it's associated with anything? The man with shield and spear? Make a, uh... Make... make roll. Give me an investigation check. That's what it would be. Sorry. Okay. Trying to figure out what checks to call on certain things. No, you're good. Um, that is a where's my investigation? Plus one nine. Nine. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say what you do notice is that this doesn't look like no ordinary man. The one with this, it looks uh, bulkier and stronger. And you see mm-hmm. this giant beard, and um, it almost looks like where the feet are. It's swirled. Okay. Um, it is a uh, jade statuette of a storm giant. I will say though, just. Straight for us. So it's not just a man. It's an actual storm giant. Okay, cool. The, yeah. So you see that. Um, and, then you do, and then you do see on the receipt that indicating that uh, Hollow sold the blue glass vial to Urban for a 100 gold piece. So, cool. so right. yeah. So I don't know if you guys, uh, you know, tells you to head out, head out to, uh, she looks at you, please uh, g- listen, to, listen to Mama and just 
please, can you find a cure for this? Whatever mama wants. And she looks at, she looks at Boom Boom now and she's, whatever mama wants, uh, please, please do. Please do. So Boom Boom does this thing, you know, like when you rub someone's head. I do that to like, <laughs> to Damien. He goes, you are good little brother. And then he looks back at her and he goes, painting must go. Mama does not like painting a false idol. I'll have it down next time you come back. I'll have it no. down. No. Boom, boom. We'll, we'll, we'll deal. Okay. Well, uh... And I start walking towards like, the painting like, with reckless abandonment. I'm just like... Alright, and uh, honestly, guys, we're at like the two and a half hour timeline right there. That's going to wrap it up there. So as we, as we pan out, the camera fades back. We see boom, 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 boom. walking in the... <laughs> the painting and <laughs> I picture this as a huge painting like this is a huge giant right, right, right. And it was just like <laughs> no, like the like the like the dragon itself is like the size of you in the painting like it's huge and you're just gonna rip it down I'm assuming oh yeah yeah he's gonna destroy it with reckless abandonment that's awesome <laughs> All right, we'll pick up there next time, guys. Thank you so much for everyone joining in, following. Uh, we jumped right into it in the beginning to try and make sure we started on time. Uh, I am your, I was your DM for today, uh, Anthony Mullen. Thank you so much. Follow us on Instagram, Spotify, Twitter, not Twitter, uh, Facebook. Get the network on bicbp-radio.com. Uh, you get the podcasters at podcasters underscore tabletop gaming uh, podcast on Instagram. We now have a YouTube. It is on its way to there. And... My great friends right here, thank you guys so much for joining and starting this amazing adventure in Wildmount for the time being. Who knows where we go from there? Uh, we really didn't kind of get to talk about anyone. So right before we sign off, hey, for those of you that stuck around, you get a treat. You guys want to tell everyone where you're from or what's up? Uh, Rick, let everyone know. Where can uh, where can they find you on social media? What do you do? Oh. And I, I, th- I didn't know if we were going into characters or going into ourselves. <laughs> I, was like, I, was like, I was like, okay, what am I doing to I was like, oh, no, I, my, oh, I'm sorry. I meant to do, do actual <laughs> no, no, no. beforehand. You're good. Um, I'm, I'm Ricky Coates. You can follow me at Rick underscore Coates on any sort of social media. I, I do random like merch stuff for bands, and I play Remus the Tiefling Rogue. There you go. Dan? Um, Daniel Chavez, the better half of the uh, one of the better brothers of the Chavez clan and uh, former founder of the network. Um, anyway, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Ratfink Arts. It's R A T P H I N C Arts. Um, and yeah, I play a human warlock. Sweet. Mm-hmm. And Rick? Oh, um, I was just going to tell a little anecdote about how I wrote Boom Boom's story when I went to the bathroom earlier. <laughs> I had it in my head and I'm like, this is going to be so fucking good. And now I'm talking about myself. Uh, um, I mean, I'm on Twitter, Ricky A. LaPrade. I have like 12 followers and like most of them are robots because my 1,750 followers get deleted because someone hacked my account. So follow me because I'm actually really hilarious. Um, Cashmaster underscore Dracula on Instagram. Um, also follow my cat who's famous uh, at Bub Fuzzins on Instagram. Um, I also play... Takesis, T-A-H-K-E-S-I-S, and Haxon on Dungeons & Dragons Online, Galanda server, and I stream some little games here and there. I play Boom Boom as best I can. <laughs> 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 I think it's too much, but holy sh-
When, dude, when we're off the air, I got to tell you his backstory. I, I, I don't want <laughs> I need to tell you guys. All right. So let's sign <laughs> off the air so we can find out about that. Guys, uh, check back next time. We're going to see where this goes, whether it be on Saturdays or Sundays. Maybe we'll end up being able to do it live. Uh, this was awesome. I can't wait for next time. Peace. Boom, boom, saw duck. <laughs> Feathers were white and Bill was yellow. Boom, boom, fed duck. Duck swam and had family. That's it. <laughs>